As podcasters, we are often so focused on what we are doing in the present that we neglect to see where we are leading our show and our audience in the future. So in this episode, I wanna share a life lesson that I learned uh, when I was diagnosed with a heart condition that can really help you take your leadership and grow your podcast to that next level. Hey, welcome to Impact Podcaster Academy. My name is Alec Casson, and I help podcasters create greater impact and income with the podcast without them needing to have spot sponsors, uh, <laughs> pardon me, <clears throat> or going viral. So uh, before I get into the doctor story, I wanted to say that this episode is kind of piggybacking off of the previous episodes about leadership. So if you haven't gotten a chance to check those out, then pause this, uh, go take a quick listen, and then hop back when you've done that. All right, cool. So uh, the basic, you know, when it comes to leadership, the basic definition of a leader is someone who leads. And it also means that you are bringing someone someone from where they are to where they want to go. So this episode is going to focus on defining that place uh, where you're going to be bringing your community. In the Bible, you know, there's a very famous quote that says, without a vision, people perish. And I don't want your podcast to perish. I don't want your audience to perish. So that's why we're going over this. (laughs) You see, all successful communities and movements, they ask their followers to look to the future, uh, to look at something that's bigger than themselves, something that they can put their hope in, something that they can believe in, essentially. I remember when I was a kid, I was actually like really out of shape. And it's funny because now I'm like super into fitness and stuff like that. I love working out. But as a kid, I was really out of shape. I never knew what it felt like to be in shape. I was just kind of, I felt like I was just kind of was like, oh, it was overweight. You know, I lived on the McDonald's diet and this was like way before that movie Super Size Me came out. So not a lot of people were aware of the side effects of of eating fast food all the time. Uh, But one day, as I was in middle school doing routine doctor visit, uh, the doctor said something to me that was like really shocking. He recommended to my mom, meanwhile, I'm right there. He's, he's saying to my mom, uh, yeah, so I'm thinking we should start putting your son on some heart medication. She was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, what? Why? And then, you know, the doctor began to explain. Um, he's like, it's, it's, it's okay. Nothing's, nothing's wrong with your heart right now. Not yet. I'm like, well, not yet. What the heck? Uh, <laughs> but he wanted to put me on some medication to help prevent me from needing medication in the future which is kind of backwards if you, if you think about it. Fortunately, um, you know, I was kind of smart enough to just be like, well, can I just start eating right and exercising? Like, would that help me not need the medicine thing? And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, if you do that. And I was like, all right, cool. So like, you know, in that, mo- in that moment, you, you know, I knew I had to change something. Uh, but also at the time, I didn't, I didn't really think it was possible. I was never in shape before. I was always overweight. Um, in fact, I would never even like take my T-shirt off in front of people. I was so embarrassed with how I looked. It's actually really, yeah, I don't really think about that time too much, but like even at like pools or on the beach, I would never even take my t-shirt off. That's, you know, how embarrassed I kind of felt with my own body. Um, So when I was on this journey to try to get healthier, I didn't really know what to do until I saw a commercial for P90X come on. (laughs) Um, I don't know if any of you saw the commercial, but in it, you know, they would show these stories, like story after story after story of these people getting in like crazy good shape after going through this extreme home workout system. So this commercial, like actually, like it really had me believe that I could do it too. Uh, it had me believe in this like future me that wasn't embarrassed to take his shirt off uh, when going to the beach or going to the pool or something like that. And the, the reason why is because um, that story, 
that program that they were showing. It, it like stuck in my head and it had me believe that I could live this lifestyle too. Uh, and they even had this like slogan. It was like, uh, get in the best shape of your life at home because it was a home workout system. Uh, but it really helped me to have hope that I could get in the best shape of my life too. Um, I even created, you know, so like in my, with my podcast, I created a slogan for Impact Podcaster Academy. The slogan is like, uh, speak free, build community, impact lives. You know, it speaks to like a very specific audience. Uh, it ties in with like kind of like this future hope of building a community and impacting others. Uh, so, you know, having this future hope, it's important because it allows people to see where you are leading them. And then tying that with a story to help people see that it's actually possible um, will help them believe it even more. Like this is, this is what they did with P90X, had people believe that they could be in the best shape of their life because they're showing these stories of other people who did it too. Uh, another thing that's actually like really cool with P90X is that they used to do this thing where they would give out like a special t-shirt that had like the P90X logo on it and you could only get it after you completed the program and submitted your before and after photos. Uh, but after a while, you know, they stopped doing that because they wanted to allow people to just simply buy their T-shirt. But at the time, it was really cool because, like, if you had that shirt, you know, you felt like you were part of this elite club of people, uh, a club that others weren't part of. You know, you knew you had done something that you had worked hard to get in, and you were rewarded with a T-shirt because of it. So now you got to brag, like, yeah, I got this T-shirt because I did P90X. Uh, but anyway, you know, that... that that's something that's important to have, you know, incorporated into your podcast as well. It doubles as a way for people to both earn their way to, to ascend or, or become like more deeply involved in your community, but it also shows others that it's possible to achieve uh, this outcome that you're trying to provide for people. And then like another thing that's really cool too, is it's like basically free advertisement, you know? So it shows others that, you know, there are people who are taking steps of faith to follow you and they are being rewarded, uh, because of it. Plus, you know, when people have different types of swag, it helps them to identify uh, with your show. It elevates how they identify with themselves. You know, they're incorporating their identity with what you do. And it just really helps to further strengthen uh, that communal bond. I haven't had, like, I've been, this is something I've been wanting to incorporate it in my own show. I just haven't had the opportunity to create something like this at the time of uh, creating this episode. But I was thinking it would be something useful, uh, something unique looking that it would actually, it, it could probably even be something that could be used as a tool to help podcasters with their show. Some communities, they offer things like t-shirts, rings, you could do certificates, watches, uh, tickets to a private event, uh, even just things like private Zoom calls as well. Uh, you can get pretty creative with like the different things that you can, that you can offer, uh, but something tangible for someone's effort is often more rewarding because they can attribute their success to something that they can actually see and feel. If they're like, yeah, I got a thousand downloads of my podcast with Impact Podcaster Academy's help and they give me this re this watch. Uh, I'm not doing that, but like, you know, they're like, they gave me this watch as a reward. So every time they wear the watch and they look at the time, they're like, ah, oh, I also remember the time when I got a million downloads or something like that, <laughs> something like that. Um, anyway, so I know like to provide you an actual example of what I'm planning to do with mine is that um, for those who are in the Impact Podcaster Academy group, I've been working on this idea of making t-shirt that says I'm an impact podcaster. 
because I want people to identify and feel proud that they are part of this tribe, you know, part of this community. And uh, another cool thing is that it also helps to start conversations with other people. So if someone's wearing the shirt and someone's like, Impact Podcast, oh, you have a podcast? And someone's like, I do have a podcast. So it's like, it's both helping to like promote uh, the community, but it's helping the person promote their own podcast as well because it's like a conversation starter. So it's like kind of like a win-win for both there. Uh, so like this last part, that can like really help to like kind of tie everything together is to define your movement. Like, you know, actually put some like words, like a, like a mantra, a saying, a rally cry, so to speak. And what's really cool is that, you know, having like a rally, like this rally cry, so to speak, uh, for your movement can also be made into the intro of your podcast. That's what I did for my first podcast, Digital Ministry Mastermind. The intro is essentially like the rally cry. Um, and when people listen to each episode, they'll be reminded of why they're there in the first place. So if you want to know like how, like what are the steps to kind of craft your own, uh, these were the steps that I took. So I'm going to share them with you. So the, the first thing was I asked myself, what is the big result that I'm obsessed with? So being able to define the result that you're trying to achieve in your podcast is crucial for your listeners. It's like being able to describe like the overarching uh, plot for a TV show. So, for example, like recently, my fiance and I were, we were we've been watching Prison Break, uh, and the overarching plot is that the main character, his name's Michael, he's trying to break out of prison after getting himself in prison so that he could save his brother who is on death row for reasons that, um, or for yeah, for reasons that are that it's not his fault, so he shouldn't be there. And each episode, we're seeing how they're getting closer and closer to this goal of of escaping. But they're also dealing with new challenges in each episode. Um, but it's a thing that gets people to come back for each episode. So the result that you are obsessed with achieving in your show helps to keep content consistent. It helps people know why they're there. If your content isn't consistent. Uh, you'll only like make your audience confused. They'll get frustrated. It'd be like if the characters in that TV show Prison Break decided, you know what, let's not break out of prison. It's actually kind of cool here in jail or something. You know, if they did that, the whole premise of the show would cr crumble apart. In fact, season two, we started watching season two. We're not a huge fan of it because, uh, spoilers, they do get out of prison, but they're still evading police. But now they're out of prison. It's not, they're not, it's not prison break anymore. It's prison evade you know it's like it, it's different it ended up not doing that well we actually haven't even kept we, we actually kind of stopped at the second season but everyone said that the second season wasn't as good the other season seasons got better but this episode isn't talking about prison break it's talking about your podcast so you know once you've physically written out your answer to that question uh then you can move on to this second question and the second question you got to ask yourself is what are you trying to learn or you could ask what are your interests now you might be thinking, wait a second, why would I tell people what I'm interested in? Why would I tell them what I'm trying to learn? Well, the answer, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's a two-part thing. The first part is that publishing content gets way easier when you are documenting things. If you're trying to create something, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, like, do you think like Howard Stern or Joe Rogan or someone like Gary Vaynerchuk do you think they're like meticulously trying to sit down and think like, oh, what am I going to make out of thin air? No. For the most part, uh, they're simply inviting guests who already have the same interests that they, that they do, or they're just 
going around filming the banter that naturally comes out of them. <laughs> so when you're talking about things that you are interested in, you can just simply document that. Or if you're talking about the things that you're learning, you can just simply document your journey of learning. So, you know, creating doesn't need to be making something out of nothing. You know, when you document, you're simply journaling what it is that you are doing. So I said that the, the, this answer is two part. And, and the second part is that when you are sharing what you're learning or what you're interested in, not only do you learn the material better and not only do you get invested in what you're interested in more, but it makes it easier for people to follow you along the journey to reach the big result that they're obsessed with or to also further fall in love more deeply with the things that they're interested in, you know, become something that they can join in on rather than a thing that they are simply like observing on the sideline. Um, with my first podcast, that was the big thing. I'm documenting my journey to grow my online ministry. And now I'm kind of similar doing the same thing here. I'm still documenting the things that I'm learning as I'm growing my podcast here to help other podcasters grow their show too. So the third and final question is, who are you speaking to? You know, who is your ideal audience? You should be able to describe them uh, at this point. You know, if you're, if you're having some difficulty describing who your audience is, uh, go back, you know, listen to a couple episodes prior to this one. I've talked about a lot of content or I provide, I've provided a lot of content that talks about in like describing, defining your perfect audience, the perfect follower, things like that. So you can go back to previous episodes and listen to that. But essentially, the more specific your audience is, the more personal your content can be. And the more personal your content is, the more attached that the demographic will feel towards your messaging. So after writing those three questions, um, you can then use your responses to then craft together this manifesto or like this rally cry, so to speak. So to give you an example of what, what I had written out for Impact Podcaster Academy, uh, the answer I had for the cr first question is that I'm obsessed. <clears throat> Pardon me. The first question I wrote, or the first answer I wrote for the first question is that I'm obsessed with learning the top strategies for creating more impact and income online with my podcast. Uh, the answer that I put for the second question is that I'm trying to learn the best methods for transforming the lives of my listeners while also learning the best techniques to get more done uh, with less time and less effort. And then the answer I put for question three is that uh, the ideal audience that I'm making my content for, they're people that are passionate about podcasting. They're looking to do uh, whatever it takes to reach that next level in their life and in their show. They know that they've got this like untapped potential, but they're just looking for that like ah that right spark to like fire like ignite that fire within them, and uh, they're constantly seeking out you know new information. They're constantly trying to grow and apply things, but for some reason you know they're still kind of hitting that glass ceiling and they want to break free from that. So after brainstorming for a while, you know you're going to be writing like multiple drafts, trying to combine your answers together to form this manifesto. Uh, you can do it in the order of the questions, or you could do it in reverse order as well. You can mix and match, mold it around. It doesn't even have to be the exact verbiage. Um, so for example, this is something that I wrote for mine. So in like the description of my podcast episode, it's this, it's looking to take your podcast to that next level without needing to rely on sponsors uh, or going viral. Well, get ready to break through that glass ceiling and reach your untapped potential. Here, you'll discover the best podcasting techniques to help you build your audience, your influence, and your income in less time with less effort. 
My name is Alec Hassan, and this is Impact Podcaster Academy. So, you know, that right there, like that's just an example of what I put together. I kind of mixed things around, added some different words. You got to really play with it a lot. Uh, boy, oh boy, you know, I actually spent like hours crafting that together just to make it sound right. Um, but more importantly, to help my audience hear that and identify with it. So your manifesto, it doesn't have to be in the exact order of the questions. It doesn't even need to be the exact phrasing. You know, just use the responses that you wrote, play with the material that you have, and, you know, eventually it'll come out something that you really like. Um, uh, you know, I have another exercise that can work really well, but yeah, I'll quickly go through it. I was going to be like, no, I'll do it in the next episode, but if you're listening this far, I think... I think you deserve to get a little bit more content because clearly um, you care about your show a lot. And I care about you as well. So if you care about your show, I care about it as well. So I understand that, you know, the exercise that I just said, you know, it may not be a one size fits all type of scenario. So um, with this other exercise you can implement, it can really help to create a deeper bond um, and even provide like a stronger movement for your show as well. And it's cool. It came from uh, Blair Warren. They are the author of this uh, little little book called The One Sentence Persuasion Course. And in it, Blair says, this is the the quote that he has, uh, people will do anything for those who encourage their dreams, justify their failures, ally their fears, confirm their suspicions, and help them throw rocks at their enemies. Now that quote right there quite literally maps out what you need to define for your audience in order to make them become these like true fans of your show. So it starts by asking yourself, what are your audience's dreams? How can you encourage them? So for my audience, they want to have more impact, generate more income with their podcast and, uh, or also generate more income with their various other social media channels. They've got this, they got this podcast because they felt called to start it. They want to form a community and transform the lives of others. So the next question you ask yourself is how can you, how can you provide an excuse for the failures that they experienced in the past? Essentially, like, how is it not their fault? And I know from speaking with my audience and other podcasters, uh, they've experienced a lot of burnout and have gotten very little growth from trying to go viral online. But I genuinely don't believe that it's their fault because social media companies, they really, social media companies and influencers even, they want people to think that the only way they could be successful is by going viral and by posting anywhere and everywhere all the time. I just don't believe that. Um, I've grown my previous podcast. It's generated like $12,000. I've said it before. I spent years trying to grow my online influence. And then after doing some of the stuff that I'm actually, that I teach you in these episodes in my podcast, after implementing this stuff, it went from like years of making no income to then making $12,000 in like less than six months. I didn't go viral. I didn't have a lot of sponsors. I did it. I know you can too. Um, So next question. Next question you're going to ask yourself is, what evidence do you have that can help diminish their fears? So for many podcasters, the daunting task of trying to go viral, it discourages them from trying to continue this journey that they're on. So the goal to go viral is one of the reasons why many podcasters will actually opt for having a broad audience rather than having a niched audience. However, the way that I help diminish this fear of failing to go viral is that I tell them that they don't have to go viral to have success. In fact, they don't even need to have sponsors uh, to be successful either because that's like a one-in-one thing. 
oh, I need a lot of followers so I can get money. And then when I get a lot of followers, I can get sponsors. So it's like if you don't have a lot of followers and you can't get sponsors. But I'm here to say you don't need the sponsors and you also don't need a lot of followers. So uh, now to wrap up with these last two questions. These last two are very important because when it comes to a movement or a community, the most close-knit communities are ones that actually have common enemy. So whether it's like pro- protesters or you could think of like an army or like a nation Shoot, even Girl Scout troops, you know, they're going against like the retail stores for selling their cookies. You know, the tightest knit communities are ones that allow for their frustration to be focused on a common enemy. And in order to identify this common enemy, it starts by first trying to confirm the suspicions that your audience likely already has. So what do they suspect is the cause of their setbacks? So for my audience, it's pretty simple. Podcasters feel like their content is being held back by social media companies and that it's not getting the recognition that it deserves. And the reason why is because their content may actually, in fact, be held back by social media companies. So I'll, I'll, I'll explain why in a little bit, but like, you know, now you can begin to see like you're, you know, you're setting the stage and you're beginning to draw that line between you and the enemy. So if it's between you and the enemy, People are like, well, I want to be with you so we can be collectively attacking the enemy. You see? So last and final question now that you'll have to answer is who is that enemy? You know, or, or what? You know, what or who is causing the setbacks for your audience? So for me, you know, like I mentioned before, social media companies. Sometimes it's influencers, misinformation. You know, they are... So like when so social media companies essentially they're at the whim of advertisers they're at the whim of the metrics that they're trying to achieve for their for their sites you know they promote content that keeps people on their platform longer they also promote content that is advertiser friendly so unless you're willing to totally compromise on the vision that you have for your podcast social media they they're they're not set up to try to make anyone be successful. They're set up to just make themselves successful. And sometimes that happens to be through uh, viral content that people are posting, but then people have to compromise if they want to be successful in that way. Um, So anyway, now that you have answered these questions, you basically repeat the same process as the previous exercise as you are simply just trying to combine all the stuff that you wrote out to create this uh, manifesto, basically. So as you're writing it out, you know, I'd, I'd recommend including the words we in it. You know, it makes it more inclusive. It allows others to identify as being part of your tribe, <clears throat> pardon me, as opposed to, you know, they're not looking at it from the outside. You know, they, they feel like they're involved in it as they're saying this manifesto. So um, I actually have like another example written out here for what I've written out for my podcast. So I wrote, we are impact podcasters. Our purpose is to have more of an impact and generate more income with our show. We believe you don't need sponsors or virality to be successful. What we do is not a hobby, it's a calling. As impact podcasters, we don't just create content, we build community. We inspire and transform the lives of our listeners. We aren't slaves to social media or its algorithms. We speak the truth, impact lives, and are worthy of being rewarded for our work. Speak free, build community, impact lives. This is the motto for Impact Podcaster Academy. So, you know, there's no real exact formula for putting this type of thing uh, 
together because this is it's like it's more of an art at this point the science was answering the questions the art is how you're forming the things together you know think of it like a painter they got their brushes they got the paints and it's up to them to see how they all fit best together so now you've got the tools you know you got all the tools you need to craft your manifesto um it's it's this you know, it's the future hope. It's the rally cry of your audience where you're bringing them to. So it's like, it's really important to have in your show. So as we wrap up, I wanted to include some key points to remember. Uh, the first thing is that all successful communities and movements, they ask their followers to look to the future, to look at something bigger than themselves, something that they can put their hope in, something that they can believe in. Uh, and the more specific the audience, the more personal your content can be. And the more personal your content is, the more attracted your demographic will feel towards your messaging. So this was a pleasure uh, to put together for you guys. I really want to say thank you so much for listening, especially up until this point. Uh, make sure to rate and subscribe, all that jazz. And I really look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Want to be part of a community of like-minded, impact-making podcasters? Or maybe you'd like to get access to exclusive trainings to help grow your podcast for free? If so, I highly recommend you come check out the Impact Podcaster Academy private Facebook group. In this group, I upload exclusive content, free downloads, and interact with members one-on-one. -on -one. It's a great place to ask questions, share feedback, and get plugged into a group of passionate and skilled people who can help take your show to that next level. It's a fun place to come learn, ask questions, and contribute in. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Impact Podcaster Academy. That's facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Impact Podcaster Academy.